Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Nerd Splaining Podcast. My name is Eric Da Silva, and with me, as always, is my co-host Jose Romero. Jose, how you doing, brother? Um, How do you do this? I'm, I'm in, you know, even if I wasn't, I'm going to because I like to escape reality, and I'm sober the whole time I'm doing this. This is fine. This I'm is how I cope. Sober, that's bold. But okay. I, listen, listen, I am a bold person. I'm, I'm, I'm a pioneer of of lazy uh, abandoning responsibility. So, <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, this is a this is a fun week. Uh, you know, we got the the second episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we will be talking about uh, later on today. But and uh, there's a bunch of news that came out last week that we didn't get to. Plus, some news that came out this week that we do- we're totally excited about talking about. So, uh, Jose, um, what's up with the news? Here we go, the nerdy nuggets for the week, and let's start with something we didn't get to talk about, which you have brought up brought to my attention because it's gonna be, as usual, for the most part, Marvel and DC related stuff. Right. Um, but there is, uh, in the video game realm, from video games, there is a Marvel, of course, Marvel Avengers was released, what, last year, I guess? Right. PS4, well, for all platforms, there's a new Yeah, you don't have to brag that you have a PS4 or PS5, and, and you're like, oh, I have Avengers. I hadn't but... mentioned it, I hadn't mentioned it. I, but I know, I know, but you mentioned to me, like, you sent text messages of, like, you oh. playing, and it's like, <laughs> like, you're better than me, and I, I don't appreciate it, so, you know. Oh, it, it. Some of us it are... it, 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 that image is true. I'm better, but how that, dare my you, intent sir. was not to. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, to to revel in the happiness of me having my own. PS5. No, I I have, I have no. There's no happiness. It's uh, it's actually I have a voodoo doll of you, and I and I punch it every night. Uh, it's a lot of hate. I, oh uh, man, it's a, like a like a like a stress toy. It squeezes and your eyes pop out. It's adorable. It's bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Eric, so bring us up up to speed as far as what's new in terms of, of that game. So, so it, this is a, a kind of a, a Marvel story. Now, if, I, I don't know if you played. If you uh, were one of the first people to get uh, Marvel's Avengers when it came out, but it was uh, uh, riddled with glitches and problems uh, all across the board. So they've been doing patches to uh, update and to keep up with everybody, and they're finally getting it to where it's working, but it, it was a point where the game was built to be sort of open world, and because it saw all the technical problems and when it first launched, people just wanted to just get through the game. Like they, they were so, they've been so focused on getting through the game because of all the problems from before that no one's really exploring the open world. So uh, two things that, uh, that they're doing, they did an expansion pack where now they're now incentivizing players to go uh, world exploring because no one was doing it on their own. They have this whole component that they want you to partake in. So now to motivate you, instead of just exploring your own to see what happens, they're now giving you like little mini games and rewards to do to encourage you to go outside and see how big this world can actually be. So that's one of the things they're doing that, to, to, you know, that I found, found interesting. And then the second thing is they're releasing an expansion pack uh, for, called the War for Wakanda. Uh, where they're bringing in Black Panther and the Avengers have to go help Black Panther, which it, it appears to be a civil war and everything. And I think it was, it looks like a really great game. I feel like it's, you know, I, hopefully it's something where it's uh, equal to or better to the Miles Morales expansion of the Spider-Man game, which I know you got that one, right? Yeah, it's great. See, I, 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 I'm hoping it's it's on that same level of like fun. And as a as a PlayStation fan uh, or owner, I'm actually extra mad at you because I have an Xbox, so I I have my my Avengers, and it's fine. But because you have the Spider-Man game, I found out that you can actually transfer Spider-Man over to the Avengers, like he's a playable character. Yeah. If you, uh, that's I hate you so much. <laughs> Miles, the Miles Morales game 
when it launched with the PS5. It's great. It's wow. such a good game. It's so well written. Uh, I know you haven't played it, but uh, you would appreciate it. You know, being a comic book, a comic book uh, aficionado. That you Dude, are. I, I, I have, yeah. I have Miles Morales' first appearance. Like I have, wow. yeah, I have Miles Morales' first appearance still in the poly bag. I have Miles Morales' first appearance of his own series, and I have Miles Morales' first appearance when he officially became part of the Marvel Universe after Secret Wars. Like I am a Miles Morales fan. I have an action figure of his. I'm getting graded right now. Like I am a fan of Miles Morales. My son likes Miles Morales almost more than i do and i named him after daredevil so you know i'm like you're really splitting the allegiance to superheroes here man i gave you the the, the murdoch uh, uh, title for a reason he's like yeah but miles morales i'm like uh oh, I, I know they're both m's but this is not that um, stick, to, stick to your brand but you know that's that's fine but yeah it, I, i'm i'm a huge and i don't have a playstation so i'm thinking only because of the miles game i might transfer over and pick up a ps5 at some time to play spider-man and welcome and to the team if you do man I, have to yeah, say about that you know i, I you know I'm, I'm still such a big i like halo is such a, a big game franchise that i've been dedicated to but I, i've been hearing so many problems come up with the new halo infinite that i'm just like maybe I, maybe i will go playstation so it's uh, i will say this because you mentioned that the glitches that the first initial launch of the avengers went through right and from what i hear because i haven't gotten the new one but um one because i read that there's glitches with that too <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah like some oh. stuff here and there and they're working on it so i, I these guys just can't seem to get it right so i, I think it's, they want to rush it in because they they're, they're they have it and they're like hey, it's good enough and let's let's go and i mean but it, once again like i think like any kind of media it is a a, a, a time game like you have a certain amount of time where that window of opportunity is going to be uh, available and or if not it'll change uh, i mean we could well, look at wandavision we would have gotten the a very different ending to wandavision if it came out in 2020 as opposed to 2021 you know like it, it was it was they had scheduled things to be released in a very different manner and so because I, our, our stories are different so if you were to put a bunch of money like i don't want to, have to change this again i don't i don't have to invest another 70 million and call it the the, uh, the 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 Marvel 2020 hindsight cut like I just just give me the, the thing but you know the boner cut <laughs> so, for that. I, listen I, I mean everybody wants that so when <laughs> Doctor Strange shows up with Magneto and Nightcrawler and they they all start talking about uh, things that are gonna happen in 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 2035 like I want yeah I want all that tell me all but I can't we're not gonna get that that's what I want but yeah I'm not gonna, yeah. Uh, so, if I want to pick it up, I'll let you know if it's... Yeah. Like, once I understand that the glitches are gone, because I do want to play the expansion pack, particularly Black Panther and all that. Um, let's stick with Marvel. Sure. Because there's a little bit of news that came out in relation to Blade. Yeah. Shala Ali is, you know, he's tapped to you know, be Blade, and we're all excited about that. Uh-huh. I'm still curious about the PG-13 versus R, but that's a different story for a different day. Sure. But on the positive note, I think it's positive anyway, I'll get your thoughts on it, is that they hired um, the writer for Watchmen, Stacey Osei-Kurfor from that, I'm probably may, may, maybe mispronouncing that. A little bit, but it's fine. Uh, but whatever, <laughs> either way. Yeah, you don't hear her name very often. But she uh, pens uh, Watchmen, so she's been hired to pen this one. So, uh, Eric, what do you think about this move? I, I'm super excited. I, I mean, let's be honest. When HBO said they're doing a sort of sequel uh, or a spiritual sequel to the first Watchmen, but it wasn't going to be Watchmen. A lot of people are like, "What are you? What are you doing? Like, this sounds very confusing. I don't, I don't know what we're, we're getting." And so everyone kind of went into this show with a lot of like, "Let's just see." And if you know anything about anyone who is an Alan Moore 
a fan or a Watchmen fan, uh, it is the most bougiest of bougie fans. Like, they're, they're, they're like, oh, I can't believe he had the lighting at two-thirds lower levels and it was depicted in panel 17 of page 46. And I'm not like, no, just I just want to watch a movie. So, uh, and to have not only unanimous success with, well, not unanimous, a majority success of those guys, plus just regular fans coming to watch a thing all together was amazing. And mind you, the only people who were like hardcore Watchmen fans who did not like the series were the people who were mad that Rorschach became a like white power group uh, because that was their favorite character. And I'm, I'm like, oh, gotcha. and, and I'm like, listen, I I loved Rorschach too. I I, lo I loved what he did. But let's be honest, he was also a huge fucking racist. And if you didn't think <laughs> like 25 years after an infamous uh, vigilante. Uh, died and his 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 journal was released and it was just full of like yeah. the most demeaning racist <laughs> slurs to everyone that he busted and people were like this guy's got the right idea and that was gonna lead to white power like uh and he was an eco opportunity racist I'll give him that oh yeah he hated everybody but uh, yes to, to his credit yeah, uh, to I mean I mean even I mean I understand why when you grow yeah. up the way you did you're gonna hate everybody I get it right. like no part of me is like but why no it's like I understand all this. Um, so like, but so it all made sense, and the story is great. But those are the only people who didn't like it. But so if you're gonna do uh, that level, like you, the, your your respect for the source material and the, your ingenuity of storytelling is so bananas on point that I I was like, I, I I am so excited to see what she's gonna do with Blade because Blade was not something about a well done Marvel movie will take. Uh, B and C level characters and make them amazing. Like Iron Man was not Iron Man until Iron Man the movie, right. and then the comic books made him Iron Man, and it, I, it's better for it. But for a long time, Iron Man was almost uh, somewhere between uh, Hugh Hefner uh, from the seventies and Angry Old Man Get Off My Lawn. Uh, like, and it, it wasn't, there was no real correlation between the two. And like what they did in the movies is like, oh, that's fucking Iron Man. And so now everything you do, Iron Man is played through that lens. I'm hoping that they can do that because Blade is one of the guys, like I said, he was like a C-level character at best. And that movie come out and people are like, oh, wow. And they've tried to take that Blade movie energy and put it into the comic book and it hasn't worked right at all. Like, and I'm hoping that she can do for Blade what she did for Watchmen, which is like, I have a really cool story to tell, but I'm going to take everything that is about the story that we like and infuse it, you know, to this, because this is no longer an extension of like the original Blade. This is like Blade One. So how do I take every, everything that the pop culture knows about him that is like standard, reintroduce it in a current, cooler, modern way, and then tell an extra equally cool story that either is not from the comics, or at least has you know hints to the comics, hey, but tell your story and make it awesome. I want to see it because I, I it, she's one of those writers that because of her what she's been able to produce, you're just like, well, yeah, now I gotta see this. Plus, it totally means that Murhasha Ali is gonna come out naked, and his uh, vampire slayer is gonna be just a, a steady shot of it of going, yeah, that that's what. I have a tremendous stake for the vampires. That, that's why they call me the Daywalker, and it's gonna, yeah. yeah, you know, that's you know, and that's you know. Damn. That's it. So, like, I give me all that, uh, and even the naked Mahershali. Uh, I'm fine with that. 
Uh, I'm, I'm confident in my sexuality. I know who I am. So, you know, let's just give a great blade where it's current. Uh, it has all the elements of everything that made it great. And then hopefully the comic books can see that and go, that's how we do blade. And then make that work in the comic books as well. Uh, are you a fan of the, the first blades? Oh, yeah. The first okay. the first two the first blades two. are great. The first, the, the, the third one, holy crap. I mean, is a bag of uh, oh, man. If, 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 if you want to see uh, a bunch of people uh, proud that they took a dump in the middle of the street, uh, that is what Blade 3 is. Because everyone that was happy to be in that movie uh, is what's wrong with the movie. And everyone that's embarrassed about being in the movie is what's wrong with the movie. <laughs> and, and, man, and I'll say this. This movie is so bad. I don't know which Ryan Reynolds is worse, him in that movie or Green Lantern. Uh, you know they rival. That's how bad the, they, they, that's what I'm saying. They it's, rival. It's, uh, and, it's bad. and I and I am uh, I am I am still mad that the end of Deadpool two did not go back to Blade three. Uh, that would be cool, actually. That would, are you kidding me? Like killing him when he was reading the Green Lantern script, and then flash changing to stabbing him in the heart from Blade 3. Yeah. Oh, you're not a vampire? Ooh, that's gonna hurt. Like, and and take out Triple H, uh, he's another one. Oh, uh, that's fine. Triple H uh, dies in a movie, and that's all you need to know. Like, that's, that's it is, it is, he gets his due, it's fine. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, that's that's what I would, that's what I, that, I feel like that was missing in, in Deadpool 2. But, it's nothing but good news, and I hope it leads to a version of the character that they can finally put in the comic books and make that the official version, because that's something Blade has been needing for years. I, I, I wish I had a good take on Blade, but I don't. But I know there's one out there. And so uh, g- give us that. No, I hope and I have confidence in her and Marvel. So, you know, let's wait and see kind of approach. The, sure. Again, the, the PG-13, I'm curious how they handle that with this movie. But again, it just depends on the context of the story. Yeah, oh, dude, just think, look, yeah, at every just time, look at every time they put Blade on TBS. That's how you do PG-13. Like, they're just not going to say fuck. And that's not it. selling me on that, but. I get it. It's like I get it. You're, the movie's still the same in the I mean, movie. Like I mean, it just depends. Well, again, well, and they have to go dark a little bit lighter. I mean, who knows what the tone is going think to be? Of, think of it this way: they they air the original Blade on TBS, and you still have the blood rave. So if you could have the blood rave, they're not going to take away anything that's going to be like, oh, but they couldn't do. It's the same thing. You just, I don't know if Disney will go that far. I, I think, but I mean, they don't, they don't have. To. I'm not saying they have to do that. But, I'm but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, if they can air that on cable TV, that's the liberty that PG 13 gives you, especially for a vampire movie. You get that kind of car blanche because they wouldn't air. TBS wouldn't do blood rave if it wasn't airable and considered at least PG 13. I mean, like I said, I, I'm I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying it's so a wait and see for me. That's all. All right. Anything, you know, they won't understand what their take approach to the movie is going to be like. I I am I'm, I'm hoping it leans to horror, uh, just like the 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 the, the Watchmen show uh, felt very Watchmeny, which is like a story that ha- that is impacting the current because of the choices that were made in the past and how those choices and reactions are almost congruent and mirrored each other as you move forward. Like, that was brilliant, and that's kind of what the, the framing structure of the original Watchmen was, and I think that's why the show works so well, with especially with the hardcore Watchmen fans. So, with that being said, I think that with that, because Blade is a vampire story, you've got to make it gothic horror. There's got to be, an, I mean, it's got to be action, obviously, you know, especially that. Well, obviously. Yeah, you know, sure, it will be. Right, but you you know, it, the aesthetic around it should feel very scary, very, uh, you know, 
uh, ha- like the, there should be a, f- a, a fear to the threat and not just like, oh, that's a bad guy. Should, you should be scared of the bad guy. The w- right, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Let's, I want to see what approach they take to it. I, honestly, I have no clue, right? I don't think anyone does at this point. Um, but I hope it's hard, like, actually. That they go that route. If right. not, that, that may disappoint me if they, they go to the more... A little more typical moral stuff, you know, just because there's a chance to do something a little bit different. You like going to the heart, which they haven't really done. Um, it's it's been hinted on, like, hinted at, but, but, it, but they haven't really gone that right. route per se, right? But so I think I, it'd if, be cool if, if, if because you're already in and you already got a Wanda vision under your belt. I think you 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 have a little bit more more leeway now because people are like, oh, this is weird, but I'm already okay with a kind of weird. So where is this weird gonna go? So as long as you keep the we- the darkness or the the fear contained, so it doesn't o- lose control, overwhelm the whole fucking movie. But it is like just a lingering threat, almost like you know, like when you watch Dark Knight and you see the Joker. And so when Heath Ledger shows up and the and the score hits with that long string tone, like yeah. there's an intensity to the moment. As long as the there's always an, an a feeling of horror when in like at least three parts of the movie or four parts of the movie, you know I think that's gonna sell what makes Blade interesting because he does he's he's Batman to the supernatural. So you you know he's got to go to that darker place and it's got to feel scary and legit. So I, I'm hoping that's what they kind of I feel like that's what you would need for Blade. But you know who, who am I? But that yeah. Agreed, fingers. And like I said, we'll find out eventually at some point. Uh, let's move move towards DC here. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm debating where to start. But let's start with the big one because we right. touched on it briefly last week. Yes. Um, we talked about there was a big article interview with Ann Sarnoff. Yeah. Who is the head of you know, Warner Brothers Entertainment. She's the big cheese for the most part. Sure. And this touched on something that we have spoken before because we talked about even before we even saw uh, the Ju- Snyder versus Snyder Lee, whatever, the right. Snyder Cut. We talked about, do you think they will try to continue this if it's successful, whatever the case is, and is it something that's worth exploring? And I, and I believe I mentioned that. I could, you, you couldn't write big enough on the wall. I think it was pretty clear in yeah. my eyes. I didn't think they wanted anything to do with Snyder, his vision, anything right. or the Snyderverse, whatever you want to call it. And it, and it was made abundantly clear based off an interview that, yeah, yeah. That, that it's exactly what we're talking about. You know, they, I mean, they, they talk about a lot of different things. We're not going to mention Ray Fisher because who cares, right? We don't, know, we don't care about that. It's, what, it's a nonsense holding. I don't know enough about it to really comment on and, that. Until we have hard proof, we can't say shit. Right, exactly. So, you know what? Whatever. It is that he said, she said. Right. We'll leave it at that. But she did talk about, you know, how a couple of things stood out. One was, which only goes, goes to the fact that I knew they didn't want any, anything to do with this because uh-huh. she said that it wasn't in 2000, 2019 or whatever that they actually decided to move forward with it. Which we all know was Time Warner, not Warner Brothers' decision. They were over. Well, it was AT and T actually. AT and T, I'm sorry. Right. That, that stepped in and said, "No, let's do this because HBO Max, right? Help in subscribers get eyes on, on the product. Sure. I get it." And they, they pretty much they asked about David Ayer because I know there's there's some kind of movement with the suicide. It's squad, the same. Right? It's the same. It's the same movement, which is like yeah, they're, they're, she's like, yeah, right. she thought I said nope. <laughs> that's a quote. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So that's not happening. And she talked about them moving, really moving on from the Snyderverse. That yeah. I, they have no plans or intentions to continue this. I mean, I, and I'm and I for one could not be happier. Like th- this, this version should not continue. Uh, it, it, I, like I said, uh, every time I've seen Zack Snyder do a DC movie, uh, whether it's something where I actually liked or not, 
I always had this feeling of it's like watching another kid play with your toys. The whole time you're like, this is not how they do that. That's not no. They, he would never do. It's like, just give those back. Like so. That's why I feel like so. I'm I'm glad with with him not. And I know there's people like restore the Snyder verse, and I'm like, dude, it's like not gonna happen. Like I <laughs> let it go. Like it we go. we even talked about it in a previous episode. Like DC didn't even want to take it like as as a, as a miniseries. Like nobody is happy with, especially with the stuff that they they, they released recently where it was his his pitch for for episode his, his sequel and then part three where batman cucks superman and gets lois lane pray like that's that not okay. yeah i'm like no man like yeah. none of this sounds like that what batman would do and and so it's just i you i think there's a lot of people who uh who wish they had a second chance and so they funneled their their i wish I had a second chance into the Snyder Cut, and it got, and it happened, and I think part of them were like, what if we wish for a second chance again? Like, does that work? Like, do we, do we, do we double down on this lightning bolt? And I'm like, guys, like, you got lucky because of a pandemic you got this release, or else it never would have happened. So, I'm glad you guys got this. I'm glad there's a series of random circumstances from a bat in China that murdered half a million Americans because now you got four hours of a longer version of a movie that I didn't think was good when I first saw it. Like, there's no... It, it, you're, it, I don't know what kind of monkey paw you wished on, but, like, it's not... <laughs> you can't do it again. That's you, No matter well, how I, much you yeah, will. It's not going to... They don't want to do it. And, and listen, let's assume, right, AT&T is like oh, you know what, we want to continue this because it, it does well for us. And the numbers came in for the first weekend, right? Right. It did 1.8 million views, which is a very good number. Solid. Yeah, it's very good for them, particularly, I think it did less than Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman's was probably more popular, right. more wanted during that time. Right. It came out in Christmas, kids uh-huh. in school. Sure. It's a more family-friendly uh, film. Yeah. Not a good film, but that's a different discussion. Yeah. But, so it did a little bit less than that, and it did better than Winter Soldier. You know, that's impressive, Cons- considering that, Disney Plus has like three times the subscribership. Right, but the same numbers. It's impressive. I get it, but you know, it's a there's week. a lot of hype behind it, and it's like a, like of course, a, yeah. Of course. But, but it did well. It sure, did well enough. It's great, it's just, great yeah, for them. It, good for them, right? And any of AT and T said, you know what? Yeah, we want to continue. I, I don't think they can because let's be real. Let's, let's talk numbers here. Are they going to spend two fifty, three hundred to get this vision done? Right. On each sequel, they can't see that return because if they can't release it in theaters, they can't make the money back. Yeah. And I don't think Warner Brothers wants this in the theaters. It's going to taint or whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, I, I enjoyed the last one. I enjoyed Man, Man of Steel. All that said, they have their vision that's in progress. You talked about this, you know, multiverse that they're tackling and right. they're trying to tie in all TV shows. And that's, I think that's a good approach, right? I yeah. Think, I think you agree with that. That sounds entertaining, exciting. Cause they already did it with uh, with uh, with the last years uh, or two years ago. The 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 all the CW DC shows had like a they have like an annual biannual uh, right, they, a they, crossover. Right. Crossover. And Ezra Miller they, showed up and the Flash. So like exactly. So they, they, that's great. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great, and they have plans for you know obviously like Green Lantern on HBO Max mm-hmm. and, and Peacemaker from Suicide Squad, which we talked about momentarily. He's he's getting a spinoff show right. on HBO Max. So then combine, I think it's a great idea. Listen, use the resources you have available. They just do not want to mix it up with this metaverse. And right or wrong, I get it. I get both sides. Uh, no, actually, it's a lot of wrong because you've heard it from me and Jerry specifically. We gave <laughs> you all the wrongs. Like we sp- explained why this movie is wrong. Like so I said, there's a lot of good in there. We're not going to get to that. <laughs> but do that I get why people, why people, why Warner Bros. doesn't want to do it. Right. And I get why people don't want to see it, do want to see it. It is what it is. We saw it. It's done. Let's move on. I'm happy. For, and I feel bad for Zack Snyder because he gets a lot of crap. And, and this wasn't his fault. 
it, nothing that happened. His vision is his vision, but Warner Bros. allowed they wanted yeah a darker Superman because that's, they yeah five six what is it, six seven years ago before that release they had Superman Returns which nobody liked right it was dull but but they forgot it wasn't that it, it wasn't the the texture of the world they didn't like that Superman who is the most strongest most powerful man of the world. Uh, didn't hit anything. He didn't exactly. fight something. Yeah, he, I think there's a whole thing that he didn't throw one punch. Right. It, so there was a backlash. And I get it. And I think they went to the extreme. But that was Warner Bros. decision. It's it, not like Zack Snyder came and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Absolutely oh. right. Well, no, they, they said, what would you do with this world? And Zack Snyder says, I do this because it's different than Marvel. And they're like, yes, how would you yeah, like to run exactly. everything? I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, they gave him the key. And even Batman v Superman, remember, he, his intention was to do Man of Steel 2, which I thought would have been a great right. idea. Right. Flesh that character more. Absolutely. The Superman we wanted. Uh-huh. And they said, we want to catch up. Let's throw in Batman. Let's throw in Wonder Dawn. The Dawn of Justice. And let's do Justice. It was them. I mean, I, I get he made the movie, but it wasn't his decision right. at the end of the day. So I, he gets a lot of crap. And I kind of feel bad because it's not his Yeah, I feel, I feel like. Say what I, you can about him, but it's not his, it's not his I feel like 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 Dawn of Justice, uh, it kind of feels in that, in that, fell in that Spider-Man 3 thing where the director had one intention and the studio had another. And they had to do what the studio wanted while still trying to do the thing they wanted. And that's why you got this version of, of the movie. But uh, once again, I have to keep falling down on this uh, on this point. Like they, the studio still agreed with Zack Snyder that these heroes should be broken and, and dark and edgy. And because they thought that's what worked with Chris Nolan, let's extend that to a wider universe. How do we do that? And Nolan helped pick Snyder. So there's a part of him that like was appealed to that aspect. But here's the, the thing that everyone keeps forgetting. And uh, I, I I was listening to uh, what's again I was listening to uh, Kevin Smith's uh, podcast uh, Fat Man Beyond and Mark Bernardin uh, had a uh, had a really great take that I was like oh man that's brilliant he said if you're making a Superman movie that you can't take a seven year old to you're doing Superman wrong and and that's a good point and I mean that's, that's a, a great point, point because like point. Yeah. It, it, like it doesn't have to be kiddie. You know, uh, you know, you 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 watch uh, the original Superman when when Lois Lane dies because the nukes went off. Like that is this that is a real raw moment. Like there's no like kiddie version of that. Like you get quiet and you take that moment in, and then when you see him reverse time, you're like, oh. And when you see when you see what he's doing, you're like, oh my god, look what he's doing. Like and it's and it's and it's uh, it's almost it's it's like eye blow and mind blowing. Like wow, he's turning back time just to get a chance to do it right. And it you know say what you will about the what that means for the story like you are caught in that moment, so you don't and, and kids love that movie. Uh, my son I showed it to him when he was five years old and he was all about that. So, but if you're but if your movie is is so dark that that moment of Superman grieving Lois Lane's loss uh, is is not is is darker than that. Then yeah, you're doing Superman wrong. I, I completely agree with you. Like, it should be something where you can, point. You, know, you, I, you can you can enjoy it, you can take it, have your drama, but it doesn't have to be so such a bummer. I get. I mean, and I'm not, I'm a big fan of Man of Steel. I really am. I like that approach because it's different. Right. But but I understand that the logic behind that that sentiment exactly. What people even I heard people tell me they think it's a great movie, just not a great Superman movie. I get it. Yeah, I could see that too because I get it. honestly, like like be, look. Knowing what you know about Superman from all the movies and cartoons that you've played, you know, maybe video games you played, you're telling me Superman couldn't save his dad from a fucking tornado? Like, are you seriously telling me 
that Superman's like, oh man, I can't In be his defense, if you've seen Kevin Costner's last few movies, I probably wouldn't have saved him either. Oh, uh, listen, listen. He didn't, fair, he, he didn't let his dad die going, the postman sucked. Like, he doesn't well, know. And you go, wait, oh, Waterworld. Uh, Waterworld. Maybe stop believing in movies. Like that's not what he that's yelled. Why? What I mean, he was thinking that he couldn't think. We don't know what he's thinking. I'm just saying it. you can make the argument. Tin cut. Tin cup was just a paycheck. Like he wasn't yelling that. He was. Uh, so it, it, it. He was. He was like legit. Like oh no, wind and my dad. Like uh, like like. You're, many options. You are ch- you you are are challenging the Flash to a race at the end of the Joss Whedon's. Just like you mean to tell me a little tornado is gonna make it go? Oh, I'm gonna do this. Like no. I, mean, I get why. Why in, in terms of the context of the movie, why he didn't save him. But I get it. But either they should have just given him a heart attack. Like that's but, the but, thing. But, that's but, the thing. But I didn't write. Right, didn't listen? It wasn't. It wasn't Warby's as well as received as right. thought. But again, huh. again, but that was one of Bruce's decision. Right. It wasn't Snyder's. I don't gave him what they wanted. Yeah. If you want this? Okay, I got you. That's what happened. Yeah, I guess you're so right. I feel bad for Snyder in that sense. And he, yeah, he created them. I guess I don't liked it. Right. And some people like. That Batman v Superman, I didn't personally. Uh, we, we, we both did not. Uh, but, but there, there's fans out there. But again, nice choice. He, he did the movie which Warner Bros. wanted him to do. Right. So he did it. And that's, again, and, that's not on him. And you know, well, you know, I kind of feel like the problem, like, you know, we didn't like Batman v Superman. And then a lot of people said, oh, if you watch the extended cut of Batman v, or the Ultimate Edition, you'll really get. And I watched the Ultimate Edition. And I. Better? And I it's better, but I still once again same thing with the Justice League Snyder cut. I now I understand everything about why everybody did everything he did. I just dis- disagree with all their choices from the minute they encountered a problem to the and with the like we did it. Like no, that's not how you would act. That's not how you're your answer to these things. I disagree with all this stuff. Like yeah, so uh, that's fair. I get it, but yeah. So at least now this it's clear now. For yes, everybody out there, it's not going. It's not gonna I mean, happen. Never say never. I get it, but it, the, the, the odds are so unlikely. It's let it go. Um, um, stop. Um, unless stop unless Zack Snyder wins ten lotteries from ten different countries, <laughs> so he has a trillion dollars, which he then buys AT and T just to own Time Warner, just to do his version. It's not gonna happen. It's not. Gonna it's, happen. it's not. And gonna even happen. then, I don't think it'll do it. Um, so it, it is what it is. But listen, now it's clear. It's right. out in the open. But you were, there's a push for it. They need, they need to stop. But I you're telling it. me be, maybe because of this, there's also been a change of another DC movie or something? Someone's not going to be in it anymore? Yes, they're potentially. And, and this is, of course, in relation to The Flash. Ezra Miller starring in that one is about to start filming, I believe, in May, something like that, out in the UK anyway. At least the beginning of it. And there was an interview with Michael Keaton, who was rumored and essentially was cast to be reprises original role, 89 Batman. Right. And a, and a pretty big role. I mean, who's going to be like the his mentor or the driving force behind the film, along something along those lines, which sounds awesome. Sounds great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I love that. And they were bringing back like Ben Affleck, which I don't mind. I like Affleck's Batman. I, I like Affleck's yeah. too. So, I mean, a lot, lot of cool stuff in there. Now they got Supergirl. It's cool, right? Right. Whatever stuff. I'm all for it. Well, I guess Michael Keaton is now... He hasn't said no yet, but he was kind of having second thoughts, particularly there's there's several reasons, but the main one happened to be about COVID. Okay. You know, he's older, obviously he's in a high risk age. um, And the UK, I guess in Europe, the the cases are spiking over there. Right. So there's a different strand or whatever, other kinds of stuff. That being said, it being filmed in UK, he's having second thoughts about actually doing it, which is kind of a bummer. If he doesn't do it, because I don't know how they, how you go from A9 Batman to something else. Right. Because that sounded great. 
Well, here's the thing. So, so is he is he saying he doesn't want to do it because it's in the UK, or is he saying he doesn't want to do it because of like it being connected to uh, originally the Snyder version of it, and he doesn't know no, what that's going. No, it's it's the UK stuff. Just the um, UK stuff. Yeah, okay. that, that was the, I mean, he said he he got the script. He hasn't really fully read it yet, for whatever that's worth. Okay. But so he didn't couldn't comment as far as the quality of the film, uh-huh. um, unless he's lying, which is possible. But you know, his concern was the COVID thing because they were, they're, sh- they're shooting overseas, and he's like, he's got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of uh, projects he's working on, and it's like, is it is it worth taking that risk and doing this at this point? That was his main concern. So there's a chance that if Warner Bros. decides to film on a scheduled, he may not be in it. I mean, hmm. I don't know. There's a workaround. Maybe they do his scenes later. I don't know. They haven't really. There's nothing's official here. It was just him talking, but he sounded sincere in terms of his concerns about it. That sucks. I think if he doesn't do it, that kind of sucks. It kind of takes the wind out of the sails in terms of Flash. Yeah. Because I was really, I thought, man, that's awesome. The original Batman, come on. Well, I mean, first of all, see that? I, I will say, I will say, I, I know you don't watch the CW DC shows, but uh, I watched The Flash. That's like, that's like my, my guilty uh, pleasure. Uh, and I got a situation where I went off the rails excited when I was watching a, an episode and it turns out that The Flash's dad uh, on the show is the original oh, yes. Flash from the 1990s, and then they made him like the the Jay Garrick Flash from Earth Earth Three, and I was like, all oh, this is like amazing. I loved all this. So first of all, what they're really doing with the Flash movie, they've already done on the TV show. Uh, you know, tapping oh, into sure. yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, the you know the old the the old material, if you will. But I will, uh, but, which is fine though. Oh no, it's great. That's I mean, it works. It, it works. It, it, if it, especially if if the TV show's nailing it, 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 it they already showed you a blueprint on how to do it in the movie. So just follow that. But the, with the Michael Keaton stuff, man, this that would have been the ultimate. I mean, you and me are are the age where we experienced the boom of the superhero genre. You know, there was so many hiccups along the way, so many times where we're like, "Oh, that's it, that's the end of it. No one's gonna make any more of these movies." And and to see it, to get to where it is now, that nineteen eighty nine Batman back on film would have been the ultimate like. Okay, uh, guys who are in your late 30s to early 40s, go ahead and have your heart attacks. Like you don't need to be here anymore. You've you've reached the end. Like you, everything else is going to be too new for you to appreciate. So, uh, yeah, because that even for me that was like because yeah because I was too young. We talked about Star Wars. I was really too young to really get into it in the beginning. Right. Superman too. Superman was 77. Right. And, uh, 80 whatever it was. So Batman was the first real like big budget like legit yeah. superhero film I, I was so excited to see that film and obviously the boom didn't you know th- there was some lows after that but oh yeah uh, clearly not just from batman but from every other superhero oh yeah there, there, there's been mistakes all across the board oh, it's, across the it's right. not one person to blame like yeah you may have you may have had uh superman uh Four. Superman three is you know there's there's some savable moments and mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous you can kind of quote it as being fun uh, you know, in terms of like Clear the man. plot and everything, you know, part but part four is is hot garbage. Uh, and then you had stuff like Steel, which was just which, so, yeah, it came out of Batman. It came and, out of know, Batman. The true market took over Batman. Oh, uh, right. And then, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So, yeah, especially when you got to, to Batman and Robin, it was just oh, a just bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. 
Spawn. Yeah, so Spawn. Oh my Spawn. God, Spawn was so disappointed. There's so many high hopes for Spawn, yeah, and it just went back. And you know, and the thing is too, for whenever they do bad video game movies, they just throw that into the comic book a lot of like, look what you guys did. It's like, no, that's video games. That's something completely different. We had no control over Super Mario Brothers or or it's or still shitty. Oh yeah, or Street Fighter. Like that's not like. But don't open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you guys, you guys finally got a good movie with Sonic the Hedgehog. Be happy. You 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 figured out your Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it was it was okay. It was like better than any business, better any business being. But yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I, don't count, I don't count, I don't count Pokemon. That's a tra- card trading thing. There's a whole different thing. It doesn't count. And that wasn't it. good anyway. Yeah. But whatever. It was fine. It, 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 the kids, I'm not Pokemon fans, but I'm oh, getting off the rails. Uh, right. Okay. So yes. Way. But, but yeah. so anyway, yes. Getting back to the whole thing, it, it it took a while to 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 have this thing work. So to see Batman '89 back in the game would have been a wonderful. Like oh, the beginnings of like an end game feel or an Infinity War feeling, but they're all it, it feeling like it's all connected, it's all getting together. It would have been great. And if you don't have him, there really isn't another property. No, where what they could do is just give his what a role was going to be and give it to Ben Affleck, which is fine. Right, it works, but it, but it does take a little shine off that look. Because look, you you, can, you you can't bring in Val Kilmer because uh, his, his oh, body's yeah, his he's, body's got, he's got sickness with his throat and yeah, the whole thing, yeah. so you can't you can't do that. Uh, Clooney. Uh, Clooney wouldn't want to do it just because he's like I've done it and I, I will, and I buried the franchise so I can't I, I, he can't I will play maybe if you had him as like just Bruce Wayne maybe he would have do it but uh, definitely not in, in the costume. It is a bad taste in your mouth when you see it. I don't want to see that. And, and and then and then if you if you did uh you know you could do Christopher Reeves as a hologram I which kind of <laughs> makes me giggle and want to see it more now. <laughs> uh, but you you you, know, you you can't do uh, uh, Brandon Roth because once again. Did not connect was kind of considered part of the problem of the Superman movie itself. So right. you got to draw that. In, you know what are you gonna do? Bring back Gene Hackman well, as they were. There was rumors, uh, from what I understand, that Nicolas Cage was gonna be brought back to play Superman in a version of Superman. You, you know what? Which that, is genius. Is that is brilliant. That is like about you want to talk about release the Snyder cut, like release the Tim Burton cut of this Superman that we've all wanted. Our entire really lives, it, but I wanted to see about it. But I, to, to, if it's true, and he, if it does happen to be, and I think that's that's great. I'm sure it'll be a small role, but I, I think it'd be a great wink. You know, would they would they would sword. they still give him the mullet? You think? You think they give the mullet? Uh, yeah. I I'm all for it. Listen, why not? If you're gonna do it, do it right. Oh um, man, I like. I, but I, I think that is just. just <laughs> I love like, Nicolas Cage, and then I, I hate him at the same time. But I I don't know if I if I've ever giggled while having an erection. Uh, but I think. <laughs> I think Nicolas Cage in a mullet in a Superman costume playing it straight might do that. And I don't know what that says about me as a person. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that either. Because I don't know here. I don't know There's no comment because I, yeah. I, I <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know, but I've still, Nicolas Cage. I feel like I've wanted this my entire life. <laughs> I mean, That's great. So, but again, it's let's it's a wait and see situation yeah. with that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. He, he can film it and he doesn't back out. And I mean, for DC's sake, they, they need a good win, you know. Right, they do. Um, and I like what they, the plans for this was. I hate for it to go alright just because of COVID or whatever the case is. So that's kind that kind of sucks. Uh, and let's stick with DC. Last thing yeah. here, where they just dropped the trailer for the Suicide Squad. Yes, done directing. Off his little stint of being fired from Disney at the time, <laughs> Warner Brothers recruiting "We Got You," which is a, a brilliant move from there. Oh, fantastic! Um, and so he apparently got carte blanche, and why wouldn't you? Right. Done. 
to do the Suicide Squad. And so the trailer dropped, dude. What did you think about this, man? Dude, this movie made me realize how much I'm, I, I love James Gunn's uh, directing and writing. Uh, I love what he does with team dynamics. Uh, you know, you can watch anything that he's done uh, from early on where he did he, he did stuff like a like a um uh, geez, he did a slither super, slither great super super that was that was what I was thinking about with, the, with Ryan Johnson from uh, from not Ryan Johnson but the guy from the from the from the office uh, uh, Ray Wilson Ray Wilson Ray right Wilson, yeah uh, just like the, all both of those show movies really show you like the care that he puts into like interplay and 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 the feel of of each project being. The, you feel like you're in that world. There's no part of it that feels like you're watching a movie. Like you feel like you're in that world and everyone has a reason to interact with each other the way they do. And then the soundtracks are just awesome. Like the music makes you feel. Oh, no, the music is great. He's to, great yeah. And so then we, we carried all that to Guardians of the Galaxy and he almost like refined who he is. Like he goes, this is everything I learned now to the next level. And him taking all those skills that he learned from Guardians 1 and 2 and then taking it to the Suicide Squad, it, it, it feels like it's everything that was supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Like, because the Suicide Squad is one of those comic books where it works on one of two bases. Uh, it works on the fact that you're seeing people dying as the mission goes on, so it feels impactful. Like, it, it, even if it's a for a, a nonsense thing, like you got to get like a microchip or something like that. The fact that these guys are dying on the way to get this thing and they don't want to be there, uh, and some of them. Uh, don't change some of them doing the process. That's compelling. Yeah, yeah, or at stakes. Totally. At stakes, absolutely. Or the reverse of it is, uh, it is such a ridiculous situation. Uh, it is so off the walls, uh, the concept of these people working together to de deal with like a major threat. Like their ridiculousness would almost come off as endearing, but they're complete psychopaths. And that's, so, you know, that idea of, like, I'm actually enjoying the fact that you're crazy in a, in a way that it, I feel safe to experience is, uh, is exactly the kind of worlds that, that, that uh, James Gunn, like, excels in. And to see this happen, it, it was just uh, super excited. Like, takes on characters I didn't expect to see or the extent they would do it. Like, when they uh, showed uh, the Polka Dot Man and uh, they were going to the mission, and uh, they're like, you know, we're all gonna die. And he's like, I hope so. Like yeah. that—that's such a great line that I was like, I was like, this is this is this is the movie I wanted to see. If you're gonna do a Suicide Squad, you don't have Will Smith going. So what is this? What kind of Suicide Squad? Like that's not the way you make a Suicide Squad. Is like, oh man, some of these people here just want to die, and that's why they're in this program. That makes it brilliant. Like that's the 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 kind of like dark interplay that you want in a character, not just the guy who's is saying like like taglines. So like I, I'm I, the music to what all the scenes are portrayed, and you got a clear idea of what every character is. And the more ridiculous they look, the more ridiculous their attitude is. It explains why they think looking like that in public is a good idea. Is brilliant. Uh, just uh, you know, John Cena as as a as a, uh, a peacemaker uh, talking about how he would eat as a beach full of dicks if it meant it's protecting America. Like that ridiculous, but that devotion to your core concept where when you hear that, you're like, oh, and that's why he would dress like that because this is, that's how dedicated he is. It is uh, uh, great and, and, uh, and, and uh, fun and I can't wait, can't wait to see any of that. It, was, it is kind of reminding me of what um, Kick-Ass 2 should have been like. 
Yeah, because the kid, first kick ways. ass was like that. So, great. So right. That, exactly. Uh, but the second one was take it to a new level and kind of revel in its ridiculousness. It didn't quite do that. This one seems like it's doing that. But it reminded me a lot like that. It's like, oh, man, these weird characters. Like, yeah. Well, you could, you could see a lot of like, uh, it, it, you're, you're right. It, it didn't do that. And I only think it's because there was no one that had taken it to that next level. Like they had the, the startup movie and it nailed what Kick-Ass 1 was. But because of what happened to Kick-Ass 1 to take it to that next level, there hadn't really been... Uh, something you can look back and go, oh, it'd be something like this. So you're kind of right. taking There's your no swings. Blueprint on their end, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, the Swiss directors, I'm sure that's something to do I mean, with obviously. I, I knew it did, but, but, but like, yes. But because of that, you you had some uh, some guys taking like big swings trying to figure out what there was a look in the budget that they have. Because the comic book, it's amazing. I read it. I have it. But like in the in the movie, you know, you're trying to say what works visually, what doesn't, how far is it too far, that kind of thing. And I think, I'm guaranteeing you James Gunn saw that and he's like, Oh, okay. So I like these things. Let me apply that through my spectrum right. and, and take it to a different, I know, a new, a James Gunn level. Absolutely. And it's, it's, I like to trade a lot. King Shark is amazing. Super uh, great. I mean, it's the one scene rips the guy in half. I mean, the, God, that's so awesome. What a great question. <laughs> I, I was loving it. I mean, listen, it's ridiculous. I get it, but that's what I love about it. The star. But again, if you don't take yourself too seriously, you can have a giant kaiju starfish. What is a star? Uh, Starro is, what and I'm so excited that it's going to be. They yeah, called him like, a kaiju. Okay. It was like a fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, sure, <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. Because other traders will probably be rolling our eyes like, oh, what is this nonsense? It actually works for what they gave us here, so I'm excited. And you get to see it for free, uh, Eric. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, I know that we'll we'll do a whole episode of this one. Uh, oh, and, yeah, so yeah. Look, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, I, I can't I can't wait for it. Super excited. Uh, Pete Davidson is, is in it, and uh, 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 big ups to him. Uh, you know, I was like yeah, seeing a comic, a, a comic breaking into the uh, into the movie scene. Uh, you know, a superhero movie scene. So you know, awesome for you. Uh, you know, am I am I jealous of him and Bill Burr? Absolutely. That like that is, <laughs> I, I, you know, get me into a fucking. But yeah, I yeah, I digress. Uh, but super fucking happy for for both of them. And yeah. No, yeah, it looks like it might be a win for DC. Which is look, we all win when DC win. Nobody wants DC to do bad movies. I don't. Right. You might you might dislike what they did or whatever. You don't want them making shitty movies. You want good movies. Who doesn't yeah. want good movies? I mean, come on. Uh, but taking a genre that we love, bring it on. Are, are you kidding yeah. me? I still remember one of the best uh, summer uh, movie years that I had was I think it was like 2009 where Dark Knight and Iron Man 1 came out yeah. and nobody was shitting on the other one. They're like, oh my God, these fucking movies are great. And that's, right. you know, that's, that's what you the, want. So we want. I mean, yeah, we have the Hulk in there, eh, whatever, but <laughs> whatever. That, that Hulk was better than the first one. Sure. Uh, and you know, it made it made more sense as a Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's actually like, yeah, the Hulk uh, would do that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah I could see this. Uh, it's fine. The Hulk can do a lot of things. I mean, should he is the question. They should have done this. Oh, you, again, oh what? You say, you say, Bruce Banner can't train with Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists? Really? You're freaking racist? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that was probably the best season of the goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> you would say that. Yeah, I did. Uh, That's exactly what I said. Did you hear you know, me? I'm playing that. It's so good. They replaced Ed Norton. That's all I got to say. No, no. It, it, was so, it was so good. Ed Norton thought he was why he was so good. And that's the problem. He put it all on himself. Ed Norton kicked to the curb. Release the Ed Norton cut. You know, there's a whole other version of that movie that he wrote that they... Uh, man, that one I worked in. With the suicide... They, you know, they refer, like, release the Norton cut. That's where we got to start. Release the Norton cut. Uh, Norton and Boner together. Yeah, uh, yeah. The buddy cop <laughs> so let's end up with Marvel here. Speaking of buddy cops, speaking of buddy cops, let's, move, let's do a last topic here and take a deep, spoilerific dive into Falcon Winter Soldier episode two. Which again, I'm very happy to see Marvel give us a second episode with story and characters. Again, I'm not used to that from the TV side, so good for them. Um, and I thought it was a really another 
very good episode, even better than the first one, I thought. And I liked the first one a lot. Yeah, I liked the first one a lot, too. I will say I had to watch it twice because the first time I saw it was with my kids, which means I was wrestling with my son for, like, um, 85% of it. Sure. And, then, and then my daughter was, like, <laughs> telling us not to wrestle. And so it was a whole thing. So, you know, I had to watch it a second time just by myself to kind of take it in. And the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this, this episode wasn't that great. And I watched it by myself. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty great episode. So uh, uh, heads up to all parents. Uh, don't watch it with your kids. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to enjoy it, watch it by yourself. Or, you know, if you Do watch it... PSA on behalf of Nurse Planning. Yeah, Nurse Planning. Like, if, you're, if, you're, if you care about a show, don't watch it with your kids unless they want to watch it first. And even then, you're, you have to watch it again. So just don't watch it the first time. Like, just think of it like they're watching it in whatever way they're taking this in, and your job is to uh, engage them physically so they don't get distracted or they go to sleep right away. So that's, yeah. But... <laughs> That being said, I thought it was, I thought, uh, thought it was great. I thought the action sequences were fantastic. I did have uh, uh, two little problems uh, with, with, the, with the show, and it's just because it kind of falls into what I call the, the, the Zack Snyder consequence, which is you create a situation, but people don't act. Uh, the, the, the reaction or the consequence to those actions aren't what would happen in, in real life, and that kind of takes it away from me. I like... Okay, great example. Um, so, the first time I watched it, and it, it kind of shows where I, I learned this. The first time I watched it, when Bucky breaks into the truck, the first uh, he breaks into the truck in front of the other truck, and you don't see the guys in in the back truck. I freaking had the out. exact same thought you did. But but when when <laughs> when when she kicks him out of the truck, and then there's two guys on top of the other truck who yank him up. I'm like, oh okay, they just right. told exactly. those two guys. Yes. So I was like, okay. Yeah. That helps. So I was like, you know what? Maybe yeah, right, I was thinking like, what? They didn't see him like exactly. Him. So I was like, so I, get it. I thought I'm maybe this is me being hypercritical. I I'm so on like Zack Snyder doesn't make makes choices that doesn't make any sense that I'm being too hypercritical. And I'm watching it, everything's great, and then uh, they kick uh, uh, Captain America off the truck, and he lands in a windshield of the car, and he gets up from the windshield, and the truck drives away, and I, and I immediately thought. Why is nobody inside that car getting the fuck out and going, oh, my God, is Captain, is it Captain America? Did I just run over Captain America? Like, do I have to call my insurance company and tell them Captain Do I have Captain America insurance? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa too many questions. And then the, the bad guys get away, but they're Mack trucks, but Captain America and, and Battlestar showed up in a helicopter. Why is that helicopter not following the trucks? <laughs> Like, like I know that the world had 50% of the life just recently show up, but that doesn't mean we got 50% stupider. Like, we all have information and technology. So I was like, I get that you have to show that they got away, but there was no, like, you can't do that on giant trucks when you introduce helicopter. If you had no helicopter, I, I then you could have maybe... But yeah, that was that was that was that was well, my, I mean, my my Bucky my. Bucky ran to catch him. You couldn't. Whatever. That's a different story in itself. But right. I mean, uh, but no. He but Bucky has been amped up by Hydra. So like. No, no, no. I'm not mad. He can't catch up. But why are you just gonna go run after him again? I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Oh well, because no. Remember, Bucky didn't get. Bucky got side tackled by the Falcon because he was stuck under the truck. So oh, right. so that's yes, why yes, they were literally yes, going yes. like, "Holy fuck! I am exhausted. I need a minute to catch my breath." So that's why. That's that's what happened fair there. Enough. That's fair. So, um, like I said, that made sense. That made sense. No, that, it was, it was, yes. it was, it was, it was the cap on the windshield and the helicopter not doing anything. Now, my uh, uh, once again, what would the helicopter leave? So, some, pick up sometimes I thought uh, you have to think headcanon. Like, how do you make this up? And when they said that they were tracing Falcon's tech and that's how they found him, 
maybe, maybe the, the helicopters had just come back from patrol and they were in the middle of refueling. And they said, if we take you there, we can't hang out. Does it matter? Just take us there. We got to meet up with those guys. So maybe that is what happened. So you stretch. can it's a stretch, stretch, but it's the, you know, sometimes like as, as a comic book nerd, you've had to do head canyon things to work things out. It goes, oh, maybe it's like this. And until someone proves otherwise, I either have a really cool take on it or I'm, I, I, I'm avoiding a problem. But like, couldn't they just a helicopter come out and pick him up? Like they were in a truck in the next scene. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe like, if, 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 if we had the thing where the helicopter left, the helicopter could have said where they were on. So the truck followed their, their point of, of they blow up the truck. The helicopter? I don't know. But either way, but I get it. I mean, I know it's nitpicky. Right. Once again, it, like, it didn't bother me, but I, I understand. I definitely understand. What those two moments, I just had a little bit of a problem with, but like the way I rationalized rationalized it out is that because they were tracking Falcon, that was the only copter available, and it had doesn't have enough fuel, so I had enough fuel to go and to come back, but it couldn't stay off of the pursuit, which is why they sent that truck over because they're not in the U.S., so they have full access to their military being there, quote unquote. And sure. so that's that's my head cannon. But uh, Marvel, we 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 see you. We see you trying to cut corners. Uh, I don't like it. Well, let's not Zack Snyder this, guys. That's what I'm saying. Let's keep all our choices and world reasonable. I gotta say, you were right about a couple of things as we talked, we theorized, which is always dangerous and usually no, does nothing ever comes out of it. But <laughs> let's be honest. But you, two things. One, because well, one, well, I asked you if this, if Captain America, when the new version of him, I forgot his name. Uh, John had, Walker. John Walker. If he had super abilities, and, and he doesn't have super abilities. It doesn't seem like it to me, am I? Uh, it doesn't, he's but... A, he's not a super soldier. He, he's, he's a badass. He's, he's, not, he's not a super soldier, but they clearly let him know, let the, uh, the world know that that uh, the military donated him to MIT so they could study his body because he's peak, like, physicality. And I'm like, right. I'm okay. like, all right, okay, I, I, sure. I, I get it, I get it. This guy, this guy is, is the ultimate, uh, 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 like... He grew up in a high school that uh, has an has a like an all black marching band, which means they kick ass on their halftime shows. So his best friend is a black guy. So his girlfriend's a black guy, which means he's got a big dick. I get it. I get it. He's <laughs> he is human perfection as a blonde white guy. I get it. He's an anomaly. He is. It's, it's a, white he's a, privilege. He's a, he is he he is he is what all white privilege uh, wished into existence. Anakin Skywalkered him. They, it was all the metachlorians of white privilege got together and made this. Like, I, fine, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going along with the ride, but you don't have to sell him that goddamn hard. Like, you could still have just made him like a regular dude who still got the award, the medals of freedom, uh, everything like yeah, that. A, a, a good soldier. Yeah, him. and he's a good soldier. Which and, he is. And, 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 you know, you could have said that, you know, he, you know he's, he's, he's got great mental capacity because of the college he went to and his, uh, his, his things are off the charts. And that's fine. But just the line of like, well, they donated him to MIT to study his perfection. And I'm like, oh, God, really? Is it? Uh, did they play uh, classical music in the background to soothe us all the time as they rubbed them up with oil and he just flexed and they went, ooh, ah, like, uh, like I, I, I get it. He's he's great. But like, yeah, the, you don't but, but have... He's, but he's not a super show. That was my question. I, still, right. I thought he was like a, but a face to, to the name. You know, I okay. think one of two things. He is a super soldier, and but they don't want to admit that they augmented him. So they're trying to show, like, sure. the reason why he went to MIT was to be studied instead of that. So he went to MIT to be experimented on. Okay. You see? Because because they uh, Bucky showed Falcon that they had a black Captain America who was super soldiered up in the 1950s. 
which is the cool scene, by the way. Which is you know, which is a great scene. But I, w- I wish I wish we would have gotten to seen it. But maybe we still will. Maybe I mean, yeah, they're, gonna, they're not going to introduce that character, and, and I hope they don't introduce and do nothing with it. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I hope they go back. If they don't, I'm disappointed. I want to like, see. I want to see that. The point, right? I yeah, want to see that fight because that shows that uh, in the 1950s there was one, at least one guy who went up against the Winter Soldier and lived to tell the tale. You know, yeah, it's cool, and, and I know there's got to be something there. So I'm pretty sure they're bringing him back. I'd be shocked if. This is the last we see. I, I hope, we, I hope that it, will be senseless if that's the but case. But because you you show the proof of that, that shows that the U.S. military has had access to some form of a super soldier serum. No, of course. So if if they did that to John Walker and Battlestar, if they gave him the super soldier serum, that would explain a little bit about like why they're so close together, not only from like their experiences on in the military, but also like, hey, we also went through this program together. Like we were the ones found strongest to be able to survive it, or whatever the case is. Which also then explains why they were so they are they are so gung ho on going after the flag smashers because if they got their hands on the serum, it could leak that they're enhanced as well. And right. that could yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a. Remind me a little bit of what, um, first season of um, well, first couple seasons of uh, the boys, so to speak, with the with the serum they were using. Right, the the uh, right, volume B or like, yeah, yeah. The, exactly. So, so that's which is interesting. Um, I, the other thing you mentioned, which which did come to fruition, was you had speculated that Zemo was going to be helping them. Yes, and I think and it, it had ended off with them going to go visit him. So I think you maybe you're right. Maybe he's going to team up. I guess or. The only reason why like I thought he's not, he's not, he's not part of the, the, the flag smashers at all. No, not at all, not at all. No, I, I, I didn't. I, I, I said that it could work, but I, I, he doesn't work as a flag smasher because his whole thing is let's get rid of superheroes, not let's right. augment people with with superhuman abilities. Um, so, but I like the idea too that he didn't escape during the blip. So it's they're not taking the easy way out. They're like he's behind bars. How oh, do we right, go right. talk yeah, to him, yeah. and how do we get him out? You know, or, yeah. or how is it like? Is his brain so hyper calculative that he's waiting for one of eighteen scenarios to happen that will allow him to finally escape? And one of them includes being visited, uh, you know. And based it's on those, much, but maybe. I, I, I always like uh, supervillains who are, are 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 so over the top in their logic, you know, that they have the. You know, I think it's one of the reasons why Lex Luthor is great because. His ideas are so bananas, but he has those just because he's busy and he wants to do something while thinking of another thing to, to, to take over the world. So he creates these other like like backup plans or possibility plans, almost like Batman. Um, so I like that. I think that adds a level of like that's how dangerous this person is with their mind. So I would love like if, if that happened, like it was revealed that he had like a large number of contingencies based in if this happened because of one of out of 18 plans or something like that. Like, I think that'd be a lot of fun because you're like, holy shit, this guy is I guess, crazy, the, the, yeah, the but awesome. Things are the only thing that I said, well, he couldn't have planned for that being possible for him to think of the blip, but not the way, but it's good to see that. I, well, we, I'm just going to be helping like a Hannibal Lecter kind of scenario as I'm seeing, I don't know if they're going to spring him out and he escapes well, at some point. I, I, I'm curious to see how they approach that. I have, I think that uh, it's because he's not going to know, uh, I think he, I, I, part of me thinks that Zemo blipped because really? uh, I think he blipped and uh, because I think if he didn't, he would have managed to have escaped during the blip. Maybe, who knows? So I mean, let's assume the blip that he was stuck in a cell. What right, he exactly. So he comes I mean, right back in the cell. That's you yeah, know. So, or, right, or who's that to let him out? I mean, and even, even, even if there was somebody else in the cell already, he's still in the cell. So you can't, right, exactly. like, you know. Still, yeah. yeah so, but then I think, so I think, I think uh, the, he blipped, he came back, 
And now he realized that he could die at any moment, even if he's just in a cell. So he can't think long term. He's got to think short term. So he now has a sense of urgency to leave. And because he doesn't know everything that's happening, because he's in jail, and who's the fuck is going to tell him everything that's happened? Uh, I think that when Bucky and Falcon go to visit him, he's going to try to reactivate Bucky, but not realize that he's been deprogrammed by Wakanda. So I think it's going to be something where uh, either Bucky will play along to help get Zemo out, so it looks like he's being under control, but it's just a way to get Zemo out, or Zemo uh, will will escape using uh, thinking he's using Bucky, and then Bucky uh, will flip it on him and show him that he's not under control at all, and then now he's got Zemo out, and then they're going to use him to figure out what's going on with these Flag Smashers and who's giving people uh, super soldier serums. Because if anyone could figure out how they're making heroes, like he knew about the, the other Winter Soldiers, he would know about who would have access to right, the formula. Exactly, exactly. Because there, is, there seems to be a third party here, which we haven't seen yet. Because the Flag Smashers don't seem to be bad per se, right? But I think it's a power purpose. broker, because you saw, you saw the power broker chasing the Flag Smashers right, and mowing there down. Right, they got the text, I'm going to kill you. Today. Right, exactly. So there's so, something there, obviously. I think, that's a, I think the power broker, I, I think what's happening is exactly that. I think that the government hired the power broker to, to soup up uh, uh, Captain America and Battlestar. I think that uh, because they got their asses handed to them, they're going to want uh, a higher dosage. They want the same dosage that the Flag Smashers have. And that's what's going to make him start to like lose his control. Because you already see he's, he, you know, he's nice for the most part, but there's, a, there's, there's like a dickishness to him, like a, a, a sort of like a bully, yeah. bullish to him. And I think if he, once he takes a serum again, he's going to, that level is going to be also augmented as well. It's not just physicality, but it's aggressive. When you're, when you're physically angry, you're aggressive as well, so that aggression is going to be almost uh, uncontrollable now. It's going to come out and you know be the the, the thing that pe- makes people realize this guy can't be Captain America. So, so, so uh, well, I know I am. I'll ask you. Sure. We're not going to see this version of Captain America moving forward after the end of the show, anyway. As far as uh, no, I think. Or you think he's going to be Captain America moving forward, or no? I think by forward. the end of the series. He's going to lose the Captain America mantle, but they're going okay. to give him the mantle of the, that he has currently in the comics, which is the U.S. agent. Okay. So, you know, he's going to be more of like, he's not Captain America, but he's uh, 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 the uh, America's military uh, in-house superhero. With the big schlong. Well, with the big schlong, obviously. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, just dig that, America. It's two big dicks around. You got John Walker and Blade. That. That's how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> Was it uh, be sighted and carry a big stick or whatever? Yeah, well, you know, but you know, he, you know, he, he, you know, he, he doesn't talk that much in this movie, if you notice. He, so he's, that's, you know, that's, that's just saying it's, it's there. So he's got a big slump. Yeah, he's got, he's got real big dick energy everywhere that's he goes. The, that's all the talk for him. Dude. So he, that's why he doesn't understand that people don't want to go his way. He's like, have you not seen me? And you're like, no, that doesn't do no. his job. It has everything to do with his job. I think there's a, is it's a sock in this bulge. No, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. Johnson here. This is all this, Johnson. It's all 100 percent American grade meat. Peak. Uh, perfection ask and my on, black girlfriend and on that note let's end it here but I mean, it's good I, I like this show what it's doing and you know we'll talk about we'll get deep into the next episode because we got four more so i like what i'm seeing so far so good for them yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm really happy with it uh I, I once again i feel this is uh great oh you know there's one more scene i, I wanted to talk about before oh, okay. i go and i feel like this is it, it, it was it, it to me it felt like right out of like a lethal weapon movie was the was the therapy session with the legs oh, locked oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All that was was fantastic, yeah. top, uh, top to bottom. And, you know, I, I don't know what this term is called. I, I, I don't think it's just called a callback. But it's a, term, it's a thing they do in movies and certain TV shows where you make a statement 
and then at the end of the series or the end of the movie, you make the same statement and it's reframed for the context of the situation. You know, sometimes you know people do it like a, like a bad callback to like a Bond movie, sure. you know, or uh, sometimes it, it it's done really good in a bad movie like uh, the Last Jedi when Luke says uh, he goes, "It's incredible. Everything, every word you just said is completely wrong." Like th- th- those kind of callback lines are I always enjoy those, and I feel like that therapy session. Is the is gonna there's a moment is that it's gonna be the callback towards the end of the series about how the fact that they're gonna t- both take long vacations and never see each other again, uh, so I think there's gonna be sort of like a callback line to at the end of the sh- show with them like deciding to they that they work well together obviously uh, it'll yeah. be like the, I think that's gonna be the moment they're gonna reference that line so uh, early speculation on just like story structure uh, I think it'll be a reference to that to that therapy session at the end of the at the show is like why they were gonna work well together or continue working well together. So just calling that as well. I, I, they, 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 those guys work together. They have good chemistry. They're great. I I, th- I think it's fantastic. And I, I I you know for anyone who's like oh uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier are, are like B or C level characters. Why are you giving them the, the spotlight? This is why. Like, like they work really well together. I, I I think they're doing a comic with them out right now to kind of co- correlate with the show. And I hope their name they're they're nailing the voices of the of these guys in the comic book like that because it's I, I really enjoy it. It's like I can see myself watching like three to five seasons of this as long as the stories are good. But the dynamic is fantastic. Yes, and that's what this is. Gonna, at the end, they're going to carry the show. Yeah, absolutely. And and they both got enough charisma to do that, so that's fantastic. Yeah. So all right. So guys, that has been it. This is this week's episode of Nerd Explaining. Thank you so much for paying attention to us. And uh, and uh, please, uh, if you uh, like the show, uh, follow us. Uh, on our, ins- our Instagram uh, and, and 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 Twitter, follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, leave reviews; we really appreciate that as well. It actually does help us a lot. Uh, and of course, you get to hear us at other things as well. Uh, Jose, where can the nice people hear you? Uh, I got my other podcast, the Real Mentors Podcast, focusing on uh, some movie news and primarily TV. So excited about that! And cast up usually every two weeks, we drop a show. And guys, uh, you can follow me at either ericdasilva.com or uh, uh, the Silva Comic on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I have an album out called Adorably Offensive. You know, once we get the vaccines uh, in us, I'll, I'll definitely be going out more and I'll show, hopefully show up at your town and you guys can come check out and we can, uh, you know, if we all vaccinated, we can all drink out of the same cup. I, I don't I don't care. We, we taking care of our evil cooties. So it'd be fantastic. So I look forward to all that as well. But guys, that has been Earth Splitting. Thank you so much for paying attention. We'll talk to you next week. And guys, as always, if you don't know, now you know. Peace. Peace.